Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So if you're probably listening to this, uh, when I say this phrase, uh, someone's immediately probably going to jump into your mind. How many of you know someone who just makes a lot of excuses, right? It doesn't matter if it's school or athletics or a club or something. It just seems like they're always making excuse after excuse. Well, the reason I say that is we're about to see in Exodus chapter 3 and 4 how Moses makes a ton of excuses. So remember, we're kind of combining chapter 3 and chapter 4 today. Um, because what happens is Moses is uh, called by God, right? He's called by God, and we are about to see all these excuses that Moses is about to make. And so amongst chapter 3 and chapter 4, um, Moses really makes four excuses, right? These are the four excuses he makes. The first one he says, he says, he says who am I? And again, I hope that you read these chapters on your own. This is just an overview, and I'm encouraging you to get in it on your own. But these are the four excuses he makes. He says, who am I? Right? Basically, like, God, why would you call me? I'm just a shepherd from Midian, right? I'm just a nobody. God, why would you call me? And, and yet God tells him and reminds him, says, I've called you and I'll be with you. Um, so the second thing is he says, who am I supposed to say sent me? Right? And now this is, this is a good question. We gave Moses some credit for asking this yesterday. This is a good question because he does need to have a name of a God that he can give them. But it's still, in the rest of the context of Moses asking all these questions, it's almost like a tinge of doubt is there. Like Moses is like, and what am I supposed to say? Who, who am I supposed to say sent me? And that's where in yesterday's answer uh, episode, God answers him and says, tell them that I am sent you. Uh, the next thing that Moses says is he says that the people are going to doubt him which is pretty legitimate he's right man i'm gonna go and um kind of the excuse of i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna follow what you said god but it's not gonna work like i'm gonna go and i'm gonna ask pharaoh to let the people go but he's not gonna listen to me they're gonna doubt me that i'm legit they're gonna doubt me and my intentions and all of this stuff so that's the second thing he says or the third thing he says they're gonna doubt me and finally in verse 10 of chapter 4 is one of the more famous ones he says that he's not eloquent enough He's like, he's like, God, you're, you're asking this man to go speak. And he says, I'm not good with my mouth. Like I'm not a good talker. I'm not a good public speaker. So basically God, you've sent the wrong guy. And uh, I love what God says to him in verse 10, by the way, or he says it after Moses asked that question, God said, who made man's mouth, right? God's like, boy, I made your mouth. And so if I want you to speak, I'm going to let you speak. And I'm going to give you the ability to speak. What I just think is great. And uh, there does get a moment though, when God actually gets mad, right? God actually gets a little angry. And it's when Moses says, Moses is done making excuses, and he just flat out says, God, would you send someone else? Right? He says, God, you've picked the wrong dude. Would you just send someone else? And it's there that the Bible says that God's anger actually was kindled against Moses. And God gets frustrated because Moses is ducking his calling here. But Moses is, is evading and trying to escape the calling that God's placed on his life. Yet God does not let him back out of it. And what we're going to see in the rest of the chapter is that, um, is that God is going to allow Moses to take 
um, Aaron with him. And Aaron is Moses's brother. So God is saying, okay, I'm going to give you a helper, but I love that God kind of gets angry and gets a little frustrated there, right? Um, Which is just kind of awesome to me. And so chapter four ends with Moses returning to Egypt, uh, meeting up with Aaron and kind of explaining all that's happening. And you're seeing where Moses is about to go before Pharaoh and this whole process is going to begin. But but here's what I want to ask you, man, what's your excuse Right, Moses is called in an amazing way here to do something incredible, and and frankly, he's called to do something that not all of you and I will be called to do. I mean, let's just be honest, right? I mean, there is not an Israelite people that's enslaved um, that you and I are going to have to go before Pharaoh in front of, right? So Moses is called to something different than you and I will be called to, but the the, the same principle and underlying truth there is still the same. That I have to imagine that there's things that the Lord has called you to that you felt the Holy Spirit impressing upon you, whoever you're listening, wherever you are listening to this, if you're a freshman or a senior or a leader or at your job or at your school or on a team or something, when you felt the Lord impress something on you and instead of acting and instead of falling in obedience, you've simply made excuses. And I just encourage you, man, man, what's your excuse? Because God is sitting here saying, Moses, I'm sending you. I'm going to equip you. I'm going to give you strength. I'm going to give you resources. I'm going to give you all of these things. I, I love there's a, a a very preachery saying, and it's one that's a very churchy saying. But sometimes, you know, uh, I think cliches we give them a bad rap. But sometimes cliches are cliches because they're true, right? So people say them a lot. And, and, and Exodus chapter 3 and 4 is such a great example of this Christian saying that we say oftentimes, and that's this, that God does not call the equipped, but he equips the called. Here's what that means. God does not always just call the person who has everything figured out and then the person who has every tool and the person who has everything available. That, that's not what God always does. Sometimes God calls someone who's not great at a certain area, who struggles in a certain area, but God says, I'm calling you and don't worry because when I call you, I'm going to equip you to be able to do what I've called you to do. And that's exactly what we see with Moses here. Moses is apparently not a very good speaker. God says, Moses, I'm going to speak through you. I made your mouth. And I'm going to use your mouth. But Moses is, is seemingly kind of a, a coward here a little bit. And, and I want to give Moses some credit because this is a big deal what God's asking him to do. But God says, Moses, I'm going to be with you and I'm going to give Aaron to help you as well. And so God is not calling Moses because Moses is already equipped. God is saying, Moses, I want to do this through you and I'm going to equip you along the way. And I just encourage you and just remind you, if you are in Christ today, you have the spirit of the living God inside of you. The Holy Spirit has taken up residence in your life. The Bible says in the book of Romans that the same power who conquered the grave lives in you. That's the access and the power that you have as a follower of Christ. Man, you and I don't have any excuse. And I'm saying that not to you. I'm saying that to myself and reminding myself of that right now in this moment. Man, what excuse do I have when the great I am, when the Spirit of God has taken up resonance in me and is residing in my heart? I want to get to a place where even though I might be fearful, even though I might have some trepidation, I can look at it and say, man, I legitimately don't have any excuse because he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. The Spirit of God within me is greater than anything that comes against me and anything that might come against me. And so I can rest assured that the same God who told Moses, I'm going with you, is the same God who told us in the Great Commission, and go, and as you go, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So let me just encourage you. Maybe the Lord's placed a calling on your life. Maybe the Lord's challenged you to do something in your school. What's your excuse? 
And when you think of that excuse, remind yourself of who you are in Christ. Remind yourself of the power that you've been given in the Holy Spirit. And I'd encourage you um, to, frankly, and I'm encouraging myself with this too, to throw that excuse in the trash. Because there's simply nothing that's greater than the God that resides in you and the God that resides in me. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that God does not always call those who are equipped and call those who have it all figured out. But sometimes he says, man, I'm going to call you and I'm going to use you and I'm going to give you grace and I'm going to give you strength along the way. And Moses is a perfect example of that in Exodus chapter 3 and Exodus chapter 4. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.